VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hello, all you victims out there in Radio Land. It's me, the Grave Freaker, welcoming you to the graveyard for a very special Halloween episode of Rude Tales of Magic, or should I say, Blood Tales of Depravity. That's right, strap in. This episode will scare the cum out of you. Oh, I'm sorry. That Oh, I was reading the wrong intro. That's for our very special Patreon tier. This episode will scare the piss out of you. Still pretty scary. New York City. Gotham. Forget about it. I'm walking here. A thin crust pizza. Lady Liberty. The Big Apple. Take a bite. Crunch. Oh no, is that a worm? No, worse, half a worm. For you see, you've eaten the other half of the worm. Just one of the gruesome and macabre surprises that awaits you in the city that never sleeps. It's dusk now, or as vampires call it, dawn. We open on a dark alley in downtown Astoria, Queens. A young woman is dressed all in mesh and leather with heavy eye makeup. She stands outside a door in an alley surrounded by trash. The twist? She's not young at all. She's actually 300. Happy birthday, or should I say happy death day? You see, she is a vampire. She knocks lustily on the metal door. An eye slot opens and two eyes with heavy eyeliner greet hers. What's the password? She smiles, revealing two long, sharp canines. For you see, she is indeed a vampire. (laughs) She, She whispers, to air is human, to drink blood is vampire. The eyes look from side to side. No, that is the old password. The new password is things that go bump in the night. She smiles sexily. Okay. The eye slot closes and the door opens. We follow her in. For you see, we are invisible and can just follow people around wherever. This is what is known as audience privilege. A concept so obvious that I am the first to explain it. Perhaps we enter a large, crowded, (laughs) dimly lit bar. Sisters of Mercy plays over the speakers as all sorts of vampires mill about. Why, if you didn't know any better, 
you'd think that this was a goth bar, or perhaps the factory where they assemble Cure fans. But you do know better, wise as you are. You know that this is a vampire bar. And although you don't currently know the name of the bar, by sentence end, you'll know it as well as any phrase, for the name of the bar is the Emptied Neck. <laughs> the bartender, a ponytailed vampire with his damn nipples out, is pouring blood from the tap. <laughs> this one's on the house. But if you'd like to pay me back with sexual favors, I wouldn't say no. That's just how it goes in the libidinously preposterous vampire community. Hell, look at me. I've already propositioned you, and I don't even know your name, plus my damn nipples are out. What is that name? Mine is Tarantulex Iscariot. Thank you, Tarantulex. I am... And you hear lightning crash outside. Count Dracula. Whoa! The, 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 the Count Dracula? The one and only. Tarantulex runs over to a bell and rings it. He goes, we got Count Dracula, folks. We got Count Dracula here tonight. People are just sliding you drinks. Congratulations, Count Dracula. They love you here. The Count magnanimously nods his head and, and gestures with long fingers with longer nails on the end, waving, yes. Yes, thank you. It is my first time in the new world. A young vampire in mesh just sort of like grinds on you and says, <laughs> Oh my God, it's always been a pleasure to meet you. Count Dracula yourself, you're my biggest inspiration. You know, they say they can trace my bloodline back to you. I see. And uh, Dracula uh, wipes body grime off of his pitch black suit pant. That is left from the grinding gentleman. Yeah. That's my grime. It's all yours. My name is Final Sentencing. Final Sentencing. It is true. I have sired with many brides who have traveled the world. And I have yet to find a vampire older than I. Except for whatever dark force turned me a cow. Of course, those are the legends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I buy you a drink? I never drink. Oh? Wine. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, the line, the line. The bar cheers. Everyone goes wild. The, the line, the line, the line. Dracula is confused. He's like, what? I, why did I don't, I've never, what line? The line, the big, oh my god, do you know the movies about you and stuff that exist in this world? The Todd Browning film, the Hammer films, all of the drag, they, they, you're famous. Everyone tells me to watch these movies, but I think they're probably cringy. No, well, some of them, yes, don't watch Renfield, but like, yeah, some of them are like really good, you should check them out, yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, could you make a, uh, could you make a blood roll for me? Of course. I rolled a one. A one? That's good. That's good. That's what you want. So this is actually a great example for us to explain what we're doing here. Uh, you might think we're playing Vampire the Masquerade. No, idiot. Not you guys, the listener. Don't worry. I'm only chastising our patrons. Phew. That game is complicated. 
It's hard. It is frankly unpleasant to look through that book. We're playing a, a modded sort of vampire-y, gothy, sexy uh, version of Lasers and Feelings. So you got your blood number, which means uh, you need to roll a D6. and Or sorry, you didn't get your blood number. I'm explaining everything. You're making a blood roll, which means you have a number uh, somewhere from two to five. And when I ask for a blood roll, you have to roll a d6 and get lower than that or your same number. Chris, what is your number? Dracula's number is three. So you got under that. That means you got a success. Uh, that means the temptation to, even though it is, there wouldn't be any blood in there, you still feel this, like, this, you feel this, uh, this passing moment where you just want to grab uh, final sentencing and just, like, drink whatever life force is in him. Just drink it out through the neck. And you, you overcome it. You don't have to do that. I am only mildly annoyed. Oh, did you hear that, everyone? He is only mildly annoyed. Yeah, Ever the crowd goes wild. Ooh, and the camera, the camera moves over gently now to another end of the bar where somebody else is ordering while all of this hullabaloo goes on. Oh, you hear a buzzing and then the buzzing stops and a voice comes from upon the bar. Hello, bartender. Hello. The bartender pays you no mind. Oh, no. Uh, but you do. Hello. A vampire, a sort of like Elvira-y vampire, like the big big hair uh, is near you and says, Oh, little one, what is, uh, what, uh, what, what is your problem? What is your situation? Oh, no problem. Uh, I'm just looking to get uh, but a drop of water. I'm so thirsty. Water? Here in the vampire bar? <laughs> that is unheard of. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> Thank you. I thought so when that said this. Okay, so I also was thinking I wanted to get a glass of water actually to leave it here on the bar to see if I could lure any humans out. Oh, little one. What is your name, by the way? My name is the Dreaded Narcotique. Hello, Dreaded Narcotique. My name is Big Frank. Big Frank? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a name as full of irony as you are not full of blood, for you see you are so tiny. That's the thing that's so funny about it. I'm so small. I wondered why I was laughing, and now I know. Now you know. You may have heard of me and my uh, folk. We are the Mosquito Vampires. Oh, the Mosquito Vampires. You are the yes, ones from... who took, uh, the, at the dawn of times, the creation myths, right? That's us at the creation myth at the dawn of time. That's why originally mosquitoes were harmless little flying insects, and you turned all of them. Yes, we got them, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to shake your hand, but I will have to settle for you shaking my finger on account of you are so small. If I get lucky and a human comes by and drinks the water I want to order, I may get big enough to shake your hand. Well, I, I guess I, this is a great opportunity for you to make a culture roll. That is the other end of the spectrum. Blood okay. is the primal, the forces that guide us vampires all through the night. And culture, these are the ways we pass, the way we trick human beings into thinking we are one of them. I do not know how you do it, small as you are, but hey, make a culture roll. <laughs> I rolled a two. A two. And my number is a five. Oh no, my friend. Oh, your, oh, no. your culture roll was a, was a rousing failure. Oh no, that makes sense. You put your water, you, I, so I, you know what? You give the water, uh, time passes. You are served water somehow. You get your water, you leave yeah, it yeah. out. 
But unfortunately, my friend, no humans. No humans come back to drink it. I am so sorry. Are there no humans here tonight? Not generally. Humans love water. They do love water, but this is a vampire bar. Do you not know? This is only for vampires to come and mingle and hang out and be free from the judgments of humans. I just assumed someone would bring a snack. Sometimes, yes, they do drag in a, a human who is mistaken to believe that this is a, 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 just like a sexually charged bar. But no, this... Yes, and they always order water because they don't know what's going on and they feel disoriented. That would have been the case if only you had rolled higher. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'll have a water. <gasps> oh. Uh, and uh, the dreaded narcotique uh, looks to the side and, and what does she see? She sees a man. Early 20s, Ooh. jet black hair, oh God. wearing a black tank top. Mm. This guy sounds... Even though it's cold out, I'm saying it's like March. Or it's it's Halloween. Or yeah, or maybe yeah. it's Halloween. <laughs> it's October 31st, and yet this guy's out in a tank top with no jacket. October 31st, oh, a, a very March-like weather, really. Yeah. If you take him in, you notice a few other things. For instance, hanging out of his back pocket... Wait, a pair of sunglasses? What the fuck? A vampire huh? never carries sunglasses. If we zoom into his pocket, we see a torn up baseball ticket from today's uh, World Series game. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one October, and it was a day game? What, what? the fuck? What? We zoom even farther into this guy's pockets, and we see <laughs> the molecules that make up the pockets. <laughs> We zoom out. We see in his wallet a blood donor card. What? This doesn't make any sense at all. This guy's practically human. Vampires are famously blood receivers, Joe. What the? F uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll allow it, but you better be going somewhere with this, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a water. I'm actually not a vampire. <gasps> Big Frank launches herself up into the air and nobody notices and she buzzes <laughs> around to the back of this newcomer it, and his neck is exposed right because he's wearing a tank top yeah of course it's exposed i assume his neck is exposed it's like a turtle top a uh, turtle yeah. neck <laughs> tank top. he's got a dicky on with his tank top <laughs> okay so then just below the dicky uh well just like his just upper below back, the dicky <laughs> she um lands and attempts to puncture into his skin. Before you can, uh -oh. he makes piercing eye contact with lightning fast reflexes and looks you in your weird little buggy eyes and says, I wouldn't try that if I were you. Is his head turn all the way back around? Well, how far are you? I thought you, I was on the back of your neck. You're on the oh, spine. Well, he enough. <laughs> He turns, he turns to his side. You know, okay, he it could be, like it could be shoulder. Okay, she's on your shoulder. Yeah. There's a series yeah. of mirrors in the bar that aid <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> mirrors in which only he appears. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. the vampires are flexing having mirrors in the bar. <laughs> so she puts her hands up like, ah, you caught me. I don't think you'd like this blood. I'm built a little different. Go on. Well, I'm not just a human. I'm something more. Like what? <gasps> I don't even know your name. I'm Big Frank. Hi, Frank. My name is Caleb. <laughs> Caleb Dark. <laughs> Caleb, what a cool name. You might be wondering how I got here. I'll tell you. I okay. I fell in love with a vampire, see? <gasps> oh, okay. She sits um, 
crisscross applesauce on his shoulder. I thought her and I would be together forever, but ultimately she dumped me for another vampire. I'm so sorry, Caleb. But because of my undying love for her, I was shunned by my own community. So now I only find peace amongst the vampire. So what's with your blood? (laughs) Well, (laughs) what was that part? I'm not totally a normal human. See, you wouldn't like me on a full moon. Okay, I'm listening. I'm I'm a werewolf. <gasps> she flies back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. Our kind have warred for centuries. And yet, this is the only place I call home. Caleb, what are you doing here? You're going to get ripped apart. I've... You're going to get shattered. No, no, I've earned the respect of many vampires by constantly aiding them in their missions and quests. <laughs> oh, against your own kind? No, usually against, like other monsters or like evil vampires. Oh yeah, yeah. You know if if there are any like Italian vampires. A battle-hardened vampire oh, at the yeah. end of the bar turns and looks at uh, at Caleb Dark and gives a thumbs up. The thumb is just a, a skeletal bone. <gasps> and from the other end of the bar, uh, under a large hood, a voice emerges. That is a beautiful story of romance, Caleb Dark. I myself have, in fact, also a participant of many long-lost romances, like my long-lost Nina and Lucy. I suppose it is time to give this entire bar a thrill they never thought possible. It is I. The hood flows off. Count Dracula. (laughs) What? Um, uh Yes. Tarantulex is scary. He overhears this and he begins ringing the bell again and says, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my anti-God. We're vampires. Oh man. Oh, it's, it's, we've got two Count Draculas here tonight. What are the odds? Two Count Draculas? No, no, no. I am the one and only Count Dracula. You can see by my long fingers and long fingernails. I came before any vampire existed except for the dark beast who turned me. Tim, can you make a culture roll for me? Yes. Um, and Count Dracula's number is four. I got, I got a four. I got my culture. I got, I got my blood culture. You got your blood culture. Oh, wow. I should rename. All right. Well, you got your blood culture. Uh, so that's your number. So you got your number, which means that not only do you succeed, the bar believes that you both, because they already believed that Chris was Count Dracula. They simply believe that the two Count Draculas are here in attendance. You both succeeded. And you get to ask me a question. Anything at all. Don't blow it. Um, which Dracula does uh, Mr. Iscariot on the bone? That's an incredible question, Tim. Both at the same time. Ah, dang. Well, I asked and I got my answer. It wasn't the answer I wanted, but it was the answer that was grounded in the truth. Thanks, Branson. Anytime, Tim. Happy to play the game with you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> The bar cheers as they shout, Two Draculas! Two Draculas! A particularly blood-drunk vampire in the corner rubs his eyes and says, I'm seeing double! Four Draculas? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and Big Frank says, Now I know why they say Count Dracula. Because <laughs> um, one, two? Yes. Great. Count Dracula approaches Count Dracula. This is like heat. What is this? What is the meaning of this? <laughs> <laughs> You say you are Dracula when I am the original Dracula. 
Why would you lie and say you are Dracula? Why would you lie and say you are Dracula? Because I am called Dracula. Oh, because I am. I am called Dracula. I am Dracula who slayed the Huns who invaded Transylvania. No, I am the Dracula who did all that and sailed to London in my big old boat where I uh, 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 corrupted the young Mina, the young Lucy. Mina, Mina Harker, who I met when I bought Carfax Abbey in London, England. Yes, 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 that same London, England I learned from her husband, Harker, at my estate in Transylvania. He told me about every street and all the social mores of the London people. There's a vampire at the bar who's just looking back and forth from one of you, one to the other, one to the other. This vampire just throws up his hands and says, I can't tell which Dracula is which. I've just got to be at peace with the fact that there are two Draculas here. Or we could have a contest to see which one is the true Dracula. <laughs> a cold case would be beneath Count Dracula. And yet, I shall participate in anything that will make you all believe that I am the real Count Dracula. As distasteful as I find it, if such a thing must be done, I will do. Well, Count Dracula bows to Count Dracula. <laughs> Dracula Prime bows. Uh, you can't. <laughs> Hold up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tim, you should have thought of yeah. to name yours Dracula Prime. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Tim, you are right now at war with your natural inclination to low status. <laughs> yeah, but I can't because this guy is Count Dracula. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way to okay. figure that out. We smash cut to uh, 10 minutes later. The whole bar has been arranged. Everyone's on, on either side of the bar. Uh, Chris's Count Dracula is at one end of the bar. Uh, and there's a vampire sort of rubbing his shoulders, being like, yeah, you got this. You got this. This, this is a classic case. So this is yours. Uh, there, at the other end of the bar, Tim, your Dracula is there. And there is another uh, there's another vampire sort of rubbing your shoulders. Be like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're going to shower. What floor? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're going to wipe the floor with them. And uh, in the middle, Tarantulex Iscariot, he brings out uh, a human, a human in a cage. He, he opens the cage and he says, ah, look. We have here an original Renfield. We're going to let this despicable little man choose. Which man is does he naturally serve? That will be the true Dracula. Wait, Big Frank, to me, avoid this Renfield. He shall try to eat you in order to gain uh, a connection to me. Thank you, Count Dracula number two. No, 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 do not do that. I am merely Count Dracula. Maybe Dractula would work. Oh, I love that. There will be no two in my name. I am simply Count Dracula, exclusively Count Dracula. So in the past 10 minutes, they've been doing like games and contests so far. And what we see is what the uh, the bartender has written. Uh, he's written Dracula 1 for Chris's character and Dracula A for Tim's character. Grazie mille. Mr. Scary. Uh He takes a point away for you being Italian. <laughs> well, you see, I traveled to the many Italian uh, islands and coasts. I had a horrible time in Venice. I always had to cross a little river. He, uh, he, he gives you back a point for referencing the work of, of filmmaker Jess Franco. <laughs> uh, so now you're tied. Uh, and it, this is the final contest is to see who the Renfield will choose. Renfield. Renfield, listen to me. While Dracula A has been speaking Italian, Dracula 1 has been calling out to Renfield in his mind. Listen to the voice of your master. 
Come to me, Renfield. Dracula Come. 1. Make a blood roll. This is a very vampire-y thing you're doing here. It's a classic vampire power. Yeah, that's blood. And I got my culture blood number. Oh, you got your culture blood number. Boy, I should have thought about this. Uh, you got your culture <laughs> blood number, uh, which means that not only is it going to work, but you get to ask me a question. Okay. Um, if I win the contest, can I keep Renfield? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you win, you can keep Renfield. Okay. Renfield looks over to you, and this is like, this this man has no language. He's just like, <laughs> and he just starts like walking over towards you, just sort of like on all fours slowly. Wait, Renfield. Count Dracula A holds up his arm and then unbuttons his beautiful uh, shirt and opens it down, exposing his wrist, exposing oh his forearm. He then takes on his opposite hand his long nail and then pokes it open with a little blood coming out and goes, please, sup on me and take the gift of vampirism and gain the power that I now promise you. <laughs> oh, seriously, you'd offer him the dark gift so soon just to win a bet in a bar. It is the thing that Renfield wants more than anything. So Tim, you do get to roll this with advantage. You get to make a blood roll here. You've identified his one true desire. So I got a six and a three and I'm a four. So with advantage, that means one of those worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Okay. Um, so that, and because it's with advantage, you take the one that worked. Great. So um, you're going to go with that three. That works. And Renfield now, he's torn. He really wants to go to Dracula 1, but Dracula 2 is making him this perfect promise, this almost too good to be true promise. That's the thing he's won. He smells the blood. And he begins walking over and over. He's getting a little closer now to, to Dracula A. Dracula 1 calls out to the children of the night. <laughs> All of the vermin, the dogs, the cats of the streets of New York City, of the borough of Queens. Bring me the fattest alley cat. A little kitten, perhaps, for Renfield, to call his own, to feed on. A starter blood, a reasonable starter blood. You don't just go straight from zero to the king of vampires when you're drinking this stuff. Come on. You are making a very reasonable case to the beasts of New York City. Uh, can you make a blood roll for me? Yes. Two. Ah, ah. That is a success. Ah. Uh, you hear a rumbling as um, the door begins to shake and the uh, it shakes and shakes and shakes and the bouncer in front of it goes, what? Hey, wh what's going on? And the door flies open and rats pour in and atop them, they have a little... Mm. rat in a bassinet. It's got a little diaper on, a little rat, and it, it's got sucking on a pacifier, and it looks up at Renfield, and it, it, it offers its own wrist to Renfield. <laughs> uh, Renfield is torn now. He wants both blood. He, 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 wants the, he wants the blood of Dracula A. He wants this rat. He knows that Dracula 1 is probably being a little more honest with him. This is not as good a deal, but it is more <laughs> honest a deal. He doesn't know what to do. He looks at both. He looks at one, looks at the other, looks at one, looks at the other, and he splits in half. <gasps> oh. He screams. Ah! He just splits down the middle. He falls over completely dead. The bar goes wild and they just rush to him and they begin drinking his blood. Count Dracula approaches Count Dracula. That was brilliant to do the thing where you give him the little blood before I give him mine. That was that was very wise. I didn't even think to do that. I just thought I'd offer it because that is what he wanted. But that was very conscientious. You may not be the real Count Dracula because I am. But you certainly are, Agent of the Night. I bow to you, Count Dracula. 
Thank you, Count Dracula. Ah, 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 They they are now back to back, um, turning turning slowly, turning slowly around the bar. Yeah, and it just takes in the entire bar. This is a beautiful sight for vampires. A huge win for both. We have agreed to disagree. <laughs> we are both Count Dracula. Uh, Caleb leans down to Big Frank and sort of whispers in her little ear, these two are really all about mm-hmm. themselves, huh? Mm-hmm. They really care for number one and A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like themselves. Yeah. So not the way for all that by... You, little mosquito, care about the blood. And you, Caleb Dark, you care about the love. That is very vampiric of you. We are very passionate. I know, but I don't know if I could ever love again. Unless... I... Unless what? Unless what? Go on, Caleb. Unless what? Caleb, Well, you must tell I don't know, unless... Unless what? The right vampire came along. Oh, Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Caleb, that's normal mortal stuff. I thought you were going to say, unless you lived until her soul was breathed into a new life again, just like our meme. Meme. <laughs> she was born again many, many times and always taken from our grass. I guess I would date someone who was a human and then got turned into a vampire. Of course, wouldn't that's we all? good. Of yeah, course. Help. Lately, I've just been sort of dating vampires. You know, Caleb... Uh-huh. To date around left and right. The vampire can feel that. To know that you have not chosen them, so why should they choose you? If you keep on dating willy-nilly, willy-nilly, <laughs> if you keep dating willy-nilly, if you're without, so willy-nilly without really giving a part of yourself, the vampire can feel that. Dracula, are you trying to tell me that vampires are, like, not into casual relationships meanwhile like all the only other thing happening in this bar is just like hardcore vampire fucking <laughs> of just like anonymous vampires looking each other in the eyes and saying who are you and then another <laughs> vampire answering that by saying like uh i'm uh flesh gut and he's like okay nice to meet you my name is adolf poison <laughs> they're shaking hands and just fucking yeah yeah just like in and out and they just like gently shake hands with each other I mean, I've only ever dated two vampires. I don't think it's like a crazy body count. Body count. Body count. And you realize now that you guys are standing near the still open door to the front of the bar as you hear another voice say, You turn around and you see standing in the doorway, there's a crack of lightning and you see the unmistakable silhouette of the creature from the Black Lagoon. <gasps> Whoa! What's going on tonight? Hey, guys! Hello, creature! Oh, you can call me Gil! Hey, Gil! Hey, Gil. Hello, Gil. Can I come in? Of course! Okay, <laughs> hell yeah! He walks into the bar. Mm, yeah, I could get used to this. Wow, a community of monsters? That's so cool! I feel like I've known you guys for years. Actually, maybe we shouldn't have let him in. No, it's fine. I'm in now. I'm in. It's cool. I do. I look. I can do the vampire rules just like anyone else, right? I, you know, you got to be invited to get in. I get it. I'm cool. I get exactly what you guys have been going through. It's basically the same shit for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a vampire either, Gil. 
Okay, yeah, well, then, you know, you might have to pay your dues. So might you? Yeah, well, fair enough, okay. <laughs> Look, Gil, we appreciate your enthusiasm. We are amazing beings, the vampire. What made you come to the door to see us? Oh, you're right, you're right. The plot! Yo, of course, I forgot, I almost forgot. The plot! A, a plot? I was a, so, I was enjoying being annoying so much, I forgot about the story. <laughs> the plot, kill the plot! <laughs> okay, hold on, where is it? I got it here somewhere. Fuck, fuck, okay. Um, okay, I was in the first Universal Monster movie in 3D. Uh, they tried re-releasing me in color, but it doesn't really work. Um, okay. Uh, oh, Shape of Water, I gotta see that. Uh, okay, here we go. The Halloween community! The Halloween community's in jeopardy. <gasps> what is going on? Yeah, the mummy's curse. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, the mummy. I don't know why I laughed. I think I got really nervous. Mummies make me really scared. Well, you know the mummies. They're usually content to just, like, hang out in the museum. But not this time. No, no. They're trying to turn the entire city of New York City into sand. Oh. But I thought we already solved that by returning the Scarab of Darkness to its rightful place. You did! Yeah. You did! Well, I know you did, Caleb. You've had so many vampire <laughs> adventures. That's why it, 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 any vampire we meet tonight won't question, why is there a werewolf hanging out with vampires? You guys are sworn enemies. That No, no, you did that for sure. You did that big time. But uh, unfortunately, it got out. No. It escaped. You didn't kill the scarab. You're supposed to kill it. It's still alive and it flew away. And now the, the mummies are using the scarab beetle and they're trying to turn all of New York City into sand. But if all of New York City is sand, there shall be no people whose blood we can drain. This and is I a also, problem. For, yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Count Dracula. It is okay. I do not get cut off. Wine. Uh, 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 like a bartender uh, cannot uh, cut me off of wine. Uh, 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 it's okay. Uh, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Is it? Because yeah. you already said the. Good save, Dracula. <laughs> Thank you. I am Count Dracula, king of the vampires. But what were you saying, Big Frank? I was just gonna say, and I need water because I live in uh, swamps or like where there's water around trash. So it's bad for that, me too. It's, I was the just sound announcing would be that bad this, for yeah, a mosquito. there's stakes for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you two know each other? Who? You and Gil? Me and Gil? Yeah, you're both like swamp folk. I've seen Gil around. <laughs> cool. Gil, <laughs> fucking tell him, Gil. What? Why? Well, I'm just saying I don't recognize you, but we def I'm sure we hang out at a lot of the same swamp bars and things like that. I'm yeah. the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ugh. Okay, uh, okay, well, <laughs> I would, if you guys want to come with me, I was going to try to figure out how to stop them. Yes, where are the mummies gathered? We will make them no fear. We will make them no pain. We will unravel their plans. You can laugh however you want. This is a, I've done this since I was a kid. Oh, uh, that is how I laugh. Awkward. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that just happened. And and Dracula slinks backward as though there's like a skateboard under his cape that you can't see. Like he just walks <laughs> backward like into the into the crowd, uh, accidentally like popping his finger up a guy's butthole. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> Didn't oh, mean to... whoa, my name is Jafar too. 
<laughs> Pardon me, Jafar, too. I didn't mean to enter the orgy or your sphincter. Oh, it's, it's fine. My, also, my name is Withered Forevers. Oh, I got two of you. And Dracula looks down at his long fingers and he sees he's basically got like <laughs> an entire puppet's collection of vampires on him right now. And he's trying Hello. to get loose. My name is Regal Ambitions. I'm Vengeance de Gaul. Gil, Gil, <laughs> we shall join you and aid you in your quest. But first, Count Dracula has popped the sexual jelly of our party. So we must all take a brief moment to enjoy the sensual pleasures of the masquerade. All right. Shall you join us, Gil? <laughs> Me? Oh, I never get invited to orgies. That that sounds like a fun next few minutes for us to role play. <laughs> a wild orgy. I was hoping we would perhaps take a cut there. But if we want to play Count Dracula. No, no we'll see this off. thing through. You, you made a promise to the audience and we're going to deliver on it. Now watch this! And his, uh, you, his, his dick, just like the fucking, like the, what's the dinosaur in Jurassic Park that spits all over Noom? It's like, it's got like... The Dilophosaurus. The Dilophosaurus. It's got like frills to it. He goes, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like runs into the crowd. Um, Count Dracula turns into fog and lets that fog envelop the entire orgy, being penetrated and penetrating all. Um, Big Frank is flying in and out of holes. Just in and out and in and out. <laughs> Getting nothing out of it. Wait, like mouths and ears and nostrils and buttholes and everything. Every the fucking a urethra. The vampire goes ow in one out another. Yeah. I know this is being funny and fun for all of us, but what does Caleb do? Caleb. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) But for one moment, those primal forces stir within him, and his. His hands become a little claw-like. But then he collects himself, reverts back to human form, and finishes. The vampire vampire you were fucking turns around and is is just like, Hey, by the way, I really wanted to thank you for not turning into into a werewolf and destroying me while we were mid-coitus. No problem. And Caleb looks out a window at a full moon. Oh, no. Wait, so is Caleb resisting a full moon right now? Yeah, I think Caleb's going to need to make a wolf roll. This is the most interesting character that's ever been put to Mike. <laughs> Branson, I got a three, which is his number. Whoa! Ooh. He comes again! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, you tell me exactly what happens to Caleb, because he doesn't turn into a werewolf if he doesn't want to. And you get to ask me a question. Um, Caleb feels the, the urge to let loose, the urge to let those primal forces free, to engage that beast within, and then... He clutches a pure silver locket hanging around his neck, and the feeling passes. Mm. Wow. Does he have, like, scars? Is it, like, burned near that silver, or is it not? No, his chest is profoundly hairless. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And well-defined. A hairless werewolf is just, like, such a such a fascinating choice right now right now when he's okay. werewolf when he yeah. you know he will get hairy but like yes. right now like but touch and like when he touches the silver that doesn't burn his hand no wow What's this is wild. quite a werewolf with this guy oh you got a question for me what caleb wants to know is will he ever find the true love of a vampire again yes 
Yes. You will by the end of this episode, or my name isn't Branson Philip Reese, which it isn't, so I have an out. <laughs> smart, smart. Uh, Caleb extracts himself from the orgy and then leans against the bar, just a, a tasteful amount of sweat uh, appearing on his brow. And he looks over to Big Frank and he says, Big Frank, I don't know. The werewolf community has long been allied with the mummy community. Do I join you in this quest and forever separate myself from my people? Or do I not do it and, and stay home? Oh, were you talking to me? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm just covered in so many fluids. It just looks like <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were done. I thought you were done. No, I'm I, thought you were I done. am. I just haven't cleaned up yet. She's just slopping stuff out of her ears. Yeah. So you said something about the mummies? Yeah, it's just that the werewolves have long been have are long standing allies of the mummies. Oh my god. I forgot all about that, even though I knew it just before. So if I join forces with the vampire on this mission, well, the werewolves won't take it kindly. If you're already planning to make vampires your family, there's no better time than the present. Well, I loved one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Count Dracula <laughs> approaches the bar absolutely just coated in sweat. He is in his gigantic erotic monster bat form. So he is like, he's coated in like short brown hair. He has like an upturned like little bat piggy nose and like mm. just blood gushing out of his uh, his mouth. And he's he's so sweaty. And he like plunks down an elbow at the bar and like grabs the nearest chalice of wine and pounds it back. You know, like it was a, a Gatorade. Oh, you can cry stuff up there. Another, a, a much smaller bat guy looks over at you and says, Boy, you said it. <laughs> I am keeping it on the down low, but I am a third Dracula. What is in the air tonight? I don't think it's Dracula night here. I tell you what. Perhaps it is because it is Halloween. I don't know your new colonies rules about <laughs> holidays and what happens. Wow, you are going high. Look, I will be, I am con artist. I am not real but you are really playing game. Oh, oh, all right, mystery solved. It's still just me and the other one. Oh, okay. Well, hey, hey, good, hey, good luck to you. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. And so you all leave the bar with, uh, with Gil. Yeah, and Dracula, he, he shapeshifts back into an elegant man of the night in a velvet-lined cape and top hat and fun little glasses. As you all leave the bar, you notice that it seems like someone has put the fog machine up towards the window because fog is just pouring out of the window. Wait a minute. That's not a fog machine. That is Count Dracula who reforms himself with the group with a cane, a little monocle, and a top hat. Oh, good. For a second, I was worried that was sand coming through the window, and that would have been a mummy. Let's go get him. Oh yeah, let's go. All right, we're all outside of the bar. Let's. We gotta get. Oh, we gotta get to the Natural History Museum. That's where all the mummies are gathered. That's where they're gonna perform their dark ritual to turn the entirety of the five burrows into sand. The Natural History Museum. But that means we will have to cross the East River. How shall we, Draculas, vampires, and normal werewolf cross the river? Running water. No. Gil goes, oh yeah, I forgot. I can cross water easily, but I need you guys. I need vampire allies. The werewolves have been trying to stop me at every turn from stopping this. Damn werewolves. Uh, when will they learn? I, look, nothing personal, but can you guys cross bridges or something? Or 
we may cost Brigitte's butt. Us Dracula and Vampire must be in coffin as we are driven across, or carriaged across, or carried across. What about an Uber? Oh, yeah. We can do that, too. Oh, great. Uh, does anyone have the app? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, we could do check Lyft, too, to see if that will change anything. Well, you get one one person do Lyft, one person do Uber, and we'll see what's cheaper and faster. Okay. I will My phone Lyft. is the size of a grain of rice. Well, if, if you have it, though. <laughs> yes. It's actually really fast. It's faster than anyone else's phone. Because it's so small. Because it's so small. I don't have a phone because I'm underwater all the time. I'm, oh my gosh. You know, they make waterproof phones now. They do. Okay, lift is 40. Lift is 40. It is 40. That seems okay this time of night across. Yeah, the, I mean, split the five ways. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, wait, four ways. I, I don't have a wallet. Oh Gil. Gil. What? My wallet is so small. <laughs> Big Frank, can you? All right, all right. Uh, call, just call it. Call it. I'll figure it out later. Okay. Count Dracula um, uh, confirms the lift. Lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> you watch as the car gets closer and closer and closer. It takes a wrong turn. No. And it's getting further and further oh. away. And then Should it turns get... back. Oh, it's corrected. Oh, it is good. coming back. It is not. He's not pulling that move. He's coming back this time. Okay. Should Phew. I cancel and do a new one? Or... Oh, no. He's right back. there. He's moving. You see the car. You see the little pink symbol in the, the windshield. It pulls up. Oh. Your lift is here. <laughs> does it have a mustache on the front? It does. Nice. Um. Okay. Is this, is this Tony? This is Tony? The man with the big mustache behind the car. He nods at you and says, yes, this is Tony. Great. This is Count Dracula. Yes, this is right. Tr Count Dracula, yes. To go to the Natural History Museum. Very good. Right this way. And he opens the door. So Count Dracula has to be in a coffin if he's going to cross water. So, um, and so this guy, this been, he's been around so long, he's figured out a bit of a, a trick for this. He uh, presses a button on his belt and suddenly... <laughs> Like like a sort of classic Iron Man costume, he is now surrounded by a a sort of um exoskeleton of a wooden coffin, which he walks uh, and sits in the Uber in the lift, and then sort of nudges himself over to the far side. Tony smirks and smiles to himself. <laughs> only in New York, and only on Halloween. And um, could you just pop the trunk for me? That's that's coffin like enough. That would be fine. He pops the trunk. Yes. Uh. Dracula floats horizontally over the trunk, crosses his arms over his chest so that his fingers are touching his shoulders, and he closes his eyes and lowers down into the trunk, and the lid shuts without the driver inputting anything. <gasps> <laughs> only in New York, and only on Halloween. <laughs> this guy thinks he's freaking Iron Man. He's no real Dracula. Um, Big Frank enters the car unnoticed. She sort of <laughs> hovers up back behind Tony, and she sniffs at his neck, and she takes a taste. <gasps> you take a taste? Make a blood roll. Oh my god. Yeah! Oh my god. <sighs> I got, uh, <laughs> I got a two, and my number is a five! <gasps> That's a success. That's a success! You successfully drink this man's blood. Okay, she latches. You latch. You're getting his blood. You're becoming stronger and stronger. And what's this? She's getting bigger. <gasps> oh, my God. Gulp. Bigger. 
circle. No. Bigger? She couldn't get bigger, though. At this moment, she is now about the size of, let's say, a thumb Mm -hmm. and realizes she'll be noticed soon. And also that she can't drink the blood of this Uber driver they have to get to the Natural History Museum. So valiantly, she stops. Frank, you're huge. Because you succeeded on your blood roll and you're the size of a thumb now? The size of a thumb now. You succeed on your blood roll. You are able to resist the temptation to keep drinking and turning this man. Oh, my goodness. You fall back and you land in his open Altoids container, which is shaped like a coffin. Perfect. And it closes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and he looks down at the Altoids and he says, only in New York and only on Halloween. (laughs) Come on, Caleb. Are you getting in? Caleb gets in the cab. Caleb gets in the cab. He laughs. Only in New York and only <laughs> Gilman. Uh, the Gilman gets in the uh, the passenger and like the he, he gets the shotgun. Can I sit up here? <laughs> he goes, eh, only in New York and only on Halloween. And he he peels off. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going there. You guys are getting there. The car is moving and he he turns it to a radio station that you all recognize. This is odd. He turns the dial. He goes left, 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 further and further left until you hear a voice say, Hello, Halloween community. You're listening to 66.6 The Black Cat. I'm the Phantom of the Opera coming at you at the top of the hour with a request from Higgatha the Witch, who wants to dedicate this next song to the only man who's always been there for her through thick and thin. That's right, her broom. Higatha, I hope you enjoy this next three minutes and 12 seconds. Here it is, folks. Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers 1962 smash hit, The Monster Mash. Awesome. Tony begins snapping along. He says, I just love this Halloween music. (laughs) But only this time of year, Tony? No, I love it. And he looks at you and there's a wolfish look in his eyes. And he says, all year long. Keep your eyes on the road. No. And at that, he's going to, <laughs> he grabs the wheel and he slams it hard to the right. You guys are, are passing right now over the uh, the 59th Street Bridge. Uh-huh. And he, he slams it to the right and the car, he, he's driving now to the edge and it, it hits the rail and the car goes flying off the edge as the moonlight hits him and he transforms into a werewolf. <gasps> he goes into Christ pose and he says, that's right, I've been trailing Gil. I knew what he was going to do and I decided I would give my life to kill you vampires and stop you from stopping the mummy's curse. Dad? Caleb? <laughs> oh my God, no, 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 my son, my son. And he tries to grab the wheel and steer back, but the car is already airborne. Oh, Dad, no! Oh, woo! He changes the radio station again to the cats in the cradle. He goes, no, my son! <laughs> Dad, it's not worth it. The vampires, they're not so bad. Once you get to know them. I, I, if, if only your dead mother could hear you say that. How dare you? You know what happened to her. Vampires, a bunch of tiny ones ate her. Yeah, I remember, but... She put one foot into Transylvania, and it was like sticking a cow into the Amazon and then pulling out a cow skeleton. Just a bunch of piranha-like vampires ate her. How dare you? We're falling, by the way. <laughs> ah! Feeling the um, the jolt of uh, gravity changing, Big Frank knocks her elbow to the top of the Altoid tin and cracks it open. She flies out. She's a little slow because she's full of blood and bigger, but she's flying. 
What are you doing? You're in a car that's t- that's it's tumbling down into the East River. What's gonna? What are you gonna have? You only have several seconds to make a decision, and I... you've got to cross the water in a coffin. What are you gonna do? Frank, wait a minute. You just drank werewolf blood. <gasps> uh. <gasps> Frank, uh. make a blood roll. Oh, jeez. I got a one. <gasps> that's a success. So the Popeye the Sailor Man music plays as you feel wolf blood pulsing through all of your veins. Uh, and you feel the hair, the little, the like coarse mosquito hair that you have. You feel it get thicker and you feel your antenna reshape into uh, the curly devilish wolf ears. And you you howl at the moon. Ow, 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 ooh, ow. She's doing it. The car is still falling down and down and down. Gil is looking around and going, I hope you get a one-star review. This is terrible. (laughs) What are the other vampires doing? Count Dracula in his coffin exoskeleton rolls out of the the car. And then, hey, he's had this for a while. Suddenly, um, an engine seems to uh, churn within his his boots as... His coffin is just like the old Iron Man suit where he is able to (laughs) propel himself, grabbing the top of the car and zooming over the river. Like a plane? (laughs) It's an Iron Man. (laughs) Tim, can you make a culture roll for me? Yes. Yeah, this is a really cultured move of you. (laughs) I got a two. You got a two? Mm, I'm a four. You... You hear the sputtering of your coffin and you realize what you had actually designed was a cool looking coffin. You are not like a, a, a machinist of any caliber or like an engineer. You do not have any sort of mechanical know-how and it sputters and you fall down into the water. Oh, no! Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. No! The car has hit the water. Uh, Dracula 1, what are you going to do? Dracula 1 pounds, you know, the inside of the trunk saying, what's going on out there? Caleb is going to smash the passenger window. And even though he's going to fight against the water pouring into the window, using some incredible strength, he forces his way through the window and into the river. As he does, he takes that silver locket from around his neck and puts it in his pocket, severing the skin-to-skin contact he had with the trinket. As he does, that full moon shines, and Caleb transforms. He's a little different, though, than his father, who we saw earlier transformed into a truly monstrous and bestial werewolf. Um, there's a lot more humanity to Caleb's werewolf. He sort of looks, he mm-hmm. sort of looks more like a wolf-man hybrid he also like he grows in size you can see like pronounced abs through his tank top uh, he's got a very like expressive human face and like a really big tail 
Would you say, Joe, that he looks almost as if he was designed like the authorial voice of him is like an unbelievably horny Mormon person like invented him? <laughs> Branson, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you very much, Joe. That made me feel very good. So now with Caleb's <laughs> impressive, impressive arms, he grabs onto the hood of the lift and he starts doggy paddling towards Manhattan. You are moving the car. Can you make a uh, make a wolf roll for yeah. me? I got a three again. I got my number. Shit. So not only does this work, but you get to ask me a question. Um, will dad ever forgive me? There's nothing to forgive. He's mad at you, but a father's love is infinite. So Count Dracula... You were in your coffin, and the coffin hit the water. Yeah, so he is floating in his uh, incredible exoskeleton coffin in the water, so he is not on the car that you have... Um... But luckily, you do feel yourself moving forward, and from outside, you hear a voice say, I'm helping the plot! <laughs> Gil! I can swim! It's my main thing! Gil... I will grant you this evening to be an honorary vampire because of your aid to me, the king of vampire, Count Dracula. I can't hear what you're saying in there. There's a lot of splashing. Right. Then I shall be quiet. Unless you require some music for your swim, in which case I will be happy to sing. You and me, we used to be together, every day together, always. I really feel... You hit the east side of Manhattan with a thud. Oh. 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 You're all able to get out of the water. Caleb, you see, with your with your incredibly good, sharpened uh, wolf-like senses, you see your father had swum to the other side of the East River. You see him shaking off like Yeah, a Caleb does too. He shakes off really fast. They both shake off. So does Big Frank. He nods to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count Dracula stands up, and then his exoskeleton uh, coffin, sort of like um, the Flash's costume into the ring, sort of is sucked back into his belt buckle. Great. Still holding on to this yeah. moment, Caleb looks across to his father and nods. His father nods too. He will not help you, but he will not stop you from henceforth. The trunk of the lift opens with the creak of a hundred-year-old uh, castle door. <laughs> and from within emerges Dracula, like at a perfect tilt from his ankles, you know, completely stiff as he stands up straight. Ah, we've made it to New Amsterdam, I see. Yes. <laughs> that is classic Dracula. Let me give you a hand. Thank you, Dracula. Thank you, Dracula. <laughs> My pleasure, Dracula. It is no problem, Dracula. Well, well, well. <laughs> what do we have here? And you see now that waiting for you, you're surrounded by a group of five werewolf toughs. They all have leather jackets. One of them has like, a, he's combing his hair back with a switchblade comb. Uh, one of them's flipping a coin. Uh, they all howl at the moon menacingly. These are not hot wolves. These are like mangy guys dressed like greasers. Uh, Big Frank says, in for a penny. And she sprints towards the closest one and runs up his pant leg and bites on his calf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh boy, my calf. My my valuable calf. And he screams. Can you make a blood roll for me? I'd love to. Yes. Okay. Oh, I got my number. I got my you got culture your blood. Yeah. You can do. What? How did you want this to go? Uh, so at this point, she needs to just now get bigger. 
I feel like she's ready to be like, okay, a fight's a coming and I'm not gonna be helpful as tiny big Frank. So I need to turn into big, big Frank. Uh, so she wants to drain him entirely. <gasps> you do. And you yeah. get to ask me a question. Yeah. What's the mummy's biggest weakness in this world? Mm. Oh, that's a great question. Um, water. Oh. oh yeah, desert. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. they want it to be desert conditions. Water will absolutely take them out. So Big Frank slurps all the blood out of one of the werewolf, explodes, obviously exploding out of his pants as she gets bigger and bigger. And now she's the size of almost a full-size person. She's like, well, she's, okay. She's like a pipsqueak. She's like a pipsqueak. She's yeah. like Joe Pesci-sized. Yes, exactly. So she attacks, she just tackles the next one. So all of his accoutrement, all of his like leather jackets and like uh, like yeah. hair gel and stuff, it explodes off of him and it lands on on you. Yes. And he's just like a husk on the ground going, ah, give me a break. And he just, he dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you attack the next uh, werewolf who, who, he had a bat with nails in it. He's going to take a swing at you, but because you're not as tall as he was expecting you to be, <laughs> it goes right over your head and you lunge at him. What do you do? I drink his blood. You're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Make another blood roll for me. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, two. I got a... That was great. It's a success. You hollow him out again. You're tall now. You're like a tall guy yes. now. As he goes, ah, gee whiz. And he dies also. Yay. And now there yeah. are only three werewolves left. They look back and forth at each other. And they look at you, Caleb. And they say, why, if it isn't Judas Iscariot. <laughs> oh, um... Do you mean the... Why, yeah, you're not listening no, to sorry, us? sorry. I... <laughs> you're a million miles away. This is why you never could cut it as a werewolf. No. You're thinking about others. You're thinking about your lost love, aren't you? I just you? get... Uh, well, yeah. But I just get confused when people call me by <laughs> a different name. After all, earlier tonight, I met a bartender with that same last name. Oh, yeah. That is narratively confusing. <laughs> and you look at a, a minor amount of prep for these episodes could solve problems like that. But, but no. <laughs> But here's... I wasn't even busy. Just no. Just didn't want to. But brothers, don't you understand? Just because you're allied with the mummies doesn't mean this is good for werewolves. If the mummies get their way, well, there'll be nothing left for you. Werewolves thrive in forest, not desert. Yeah, we're not going to live here. We're going to go live in Jersey. They're going to make the whole world a desert. Oh, please. I'm sure once they get a taste of power, they'll stop. <laughs> Boys, listen to yourselves. Make a culture roll. I failed. I got a two. They say, no, we don't want to listen to ourselves and we don't want to listen to you. Instead, and one of them pulls a gun out and aims it at your head. We want to kill all of you. He fires. Can you make a wolf roll for yeah. me? <gasps> okay. My, so my number is three. Uh -huh. I rolled a one. Mm. <gasps> That's bad news, Caleb. Oh. Oh, no. He shoots your ear clean off. Oh. oh. Caleb. He aims the next one at your ear. He fires again at your other ear. He fires again. I'm doing the thing from the Princess Bride. Oh, no, wait. You're supposed to leave the ears. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, the, the first thing I did. Ah, oh, jeez. They're, they're distracted. But the rage inside of Caleb from getting his first ear shot off takes over. And that primal bestial nature surges even greater. And he grows. He grows into an absurdly tall version of... The <gasps> werewolf he already was. He hulks out. Incredible. Make a wolf roll for me. I got my number. I got a three. So this not only does this work, but you tell me how the next one minute goes. 
yeah, Caleb grabs the remaining, what are the three? Grabs the remaining yep. werewolves um, all by the neck. And then he lifts up underneath them. There's a big subway grate and he rips it from the sidewalk and he throws them down just as an oncoming uh, four train. <laughs> nice, yeah. dude, that is the train. <laughs> you know where you are. Going uptown, smashes them. You notice, though, that one of them falls strangely, and you see a pair of sunglasses connected to nothing. Look up, and it says to you, it's me, the Invisible Man. I am also in this episode, and he's also hit by the train. <laughs> ah, it was evil. It's okay. Barry! <laughs> ah, well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, his blood was visible. They're all, they're destroyed by the train. I've never had to take a werewolf life before. Gil looks around. And he says, oh, no, there's just going to be more and more of them if we know we're, we're coming. We got to get some allies. But who shall ally with the vampire? This man is in love with us. I've no one else. Wait, I've got an idea. And Caleb looks down to that hole he's just ripped, you know, into the subway tunnels. And he calls out, it's goo time. And from the subway tunnel emerges the blob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The blob emerges from the subway tunnel and says, what's up, guys? Blob, once I saved your life and you promised me a blood <laughs> debt. Now I call that favor in. Will you stand with us and oppose the darkest mummies? I thought I'd never hear from you again. It's <laughs> been quite a 72 hours since you saved my life. <laughs> I'll do anything I can to help you. Thanks, Blob. Anytime. And he begins slowly churning forward, just like moving like molasses. We're going to the Natural History Museum. Okay. <laughs> he moves for he's like picking up taxis and just like absorbing them into himself. Onlookers are screaming. He goes, shush, shush, no, no, come on. And he grabs them and absorbs them into himself too as they're just like, they disintegrate in front of you. So does it oh. make sense to drive there? Or it might even be faster just to take the subway if we go. We can just ride Blob. He won't absorb us. Okay, we just go across the park, Yeah, right? Yeah, he'll just go straight across the park. We ride the Blob. You ride the blob. Mm. Uh, you do, and he allow he doesn't absorb you. It turns out the blob was what not only was the blob alive, the blob was sentient, and the blob could determine what it wanted to absorb and not absorb. It's getting bigger and bigger as it absorbs uh just like people hanging out. There's like a couple having their first kiss in the park. Uh there's trick-or-treaters moving through Central Park, just sort of enjoying the nice fall ambiance. All of them are killed as the blob moves forward, churning. It sucks up trees and swing sets and the, the, the horse-drawn carriage. Uh, is The horse is freed, but the cool, cruel man whipping the horse, he's absorbed into it. Oh, a moral victory for rude tales of magic as the blob continues churning across the park. <laughs> well, I guess you're hungry, blob. I'm always hungry. <laughs> Tell us, Caleb, how did you save this strange creature's life 72 hours ago? He's allergic to citrus. Oh, that is such a problem. There's so many good things with citrus. Yeah, and I, I have an EpiPen. That explains why he isn't feeding all the time. There's so much citrus everywhere. Doesn't even have to be marked as an allergen. It is a natural flavor. Ah, but it's true, Count Dracula. Your wisdom astonishes me, Count Dracula. Look, we're here. Thank you, Count Dracula. Oh, and so as you, as you say that, you've moved through the park. You realize you you see uh, famous, probably the most powerful allies to the vampires. You see a famous and popular Frankenstein's club. It's the Franks. Should we go in? Big Frank is really big now. 
every now and then when the blob was ingesting people, she was eating <laughs> a little bit of them before they got sucked in. You just had like, oh, I thought you had like a straw in the blob like and just sort of oh. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. Here. Big Frank's proboscis, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Big Frank, you lead the way. You are practically the size of a light, uh, a lantern, a light pole, a lighting beam. On the side yes. of the street there. On the side of the street there are these lights. A street light. That's yes. Street light, yes. Mm. That is so strange. He claims to be Count Dracula, but he does not know a street lamp. So strange. He, he claims to be Count Dracula, and yet he knows all of these modern conveniences, unlike me. Who there were street lamps before it. electricity, of course. I, Count Dracula, know this. <laughs> oh, but these modern street lamps are using electricity, kind of like my belt <laughs> Iron Man coffin. Gil looks back and forth between the two of you and says, I don't know which is which. <laughs> two equally compelling cases for who is Dracula. One is certainly not blowing the other out of the water. Uh, Big Frank reaches the Frankenstein Club. And what am I looking at, like, on the outside of it? You see uh, you see an awning, and it says, The Copa Fire Badna. <laughs> Great. <laughs> is Frank welcome here? Frank's a Frank. That's true. My face is covered in blood. Mm-hmm. I am as tall as a street lamp, and I have mosquito wings, and I appear to have some uncontrolled werewolf urges. Wow. So you do see there is a line of Frankensteins around the corner. Um, and Gil looks around and goes, guys, I know a secret way in. I steal food from the kitchen all the time. Oh, Gil, that's that's sad. Are you okay, Gil? No. Gil, you got to get a uh, wallet, my dude. No. Look, we could spend all night talking about how sad I am, or we could solve the plot. Okay, okay, let's go in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, daddy. Uh, and he, he leads you guys back uh, into an alley and around the back. You walk in through the kitchen and you walk into the Copa Fire Badna. And, uh, and then he Kiss Me starts playing. He leads you through and you see all of the different uh, Frankensteins. He goes, that's Polly Big Shoes. Polly Big Shoes nods at you and says, they're too big. That's Joey the Neck. Joey doesn't turn. He says, I turn and look at you, but my neck is too big. That's Bolty. You see a tiny little Frankenstein who says, hey, boss, you want I should bolt these guys for you? He goes, that's the bride. And you see the boss that Bolty was talking to, and it's the bride of Frankenstein with her shriek of white hair. She looks at you and she says, charmed. You see, uh, he says, that's Tommy Shoulders. Tommy Shoulders says, hey, those ain't shoulder pads, sweetheart. That's zero times Dino. They call him that on account of he says everything zero times. Hey, Dino, what's new? Dino nods. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jamie the Whale. A slender uh, Frankenstein uh, nods at you and says, I'm actually rather slender. It's a reference. And he goes, and that's Marty Big Brains. They call him that because his brain's too big for his head. He's not smart at all. And you see a Frankenstein clutching the sides of his head going, Ah! ah no! Ah, ow! ow. <laughs> boys, boys, you hate mummies, don't you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've, you're making a commotion in the Copa Fire Badna. All of the Frankensteins turn to you. All of the mad scientists who have been like waiting on them. They're the waiters here. Uh, whoa. Yeah, those are called Frankenstein's doctors. <laughs> 
fuck, that's good. All of the Frankenstein's doctors, they turn, one of them drops a drink. Um, and I need you to make a culture roll with disadvantage. You don't just walk into the Copa Fire Badna and do this. Oh. Um, I got a success and a failure, so. I'm going to have to take that failure. Oh. Uh, Tommy's shoulder stands up. And you see now as he moves, he wasn't lying. Those ain't shoulder pads, baby. Those are big shoulders. He starts walking towards you and he says, do we got a problem here? No, I just figured you would hate mummies since they've been talking so much shit about you guys. I'll tell you what else I hate is werewolves. And I see one. And he looks at uh, Frank. He goes, uh, and a half werewolves standing in front of me right now. Give me one good. And he starts cracking his knuckles. And it makes all sorts of different sounds. It's all different people's knuckles. Mm -hmm. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't turn you into mincemeat. The mummies have been going around saying they're better than you because, you know, they're all one person and you're all bits and bobs. Oh, I didn't like that. Buddy, you better be telling the truth because if you made that up, I'm going to kick your ass. And a bunch of other Frankensteins start walking towards you. Can you make another culture roll? I got my number. You got your number? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So they all start walking towards you and then they part and you see the bride. She's sitting at her table and she waves you over. Sit down over here. And you get to ask me a question. Um, is the bride single? Whoa. <gasps> Famously. Yes. She rejected <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a spoiler, but yeah. yeah. When Caleb takes the bride in, he gets a feeling he's only ever felt with a vampire. She's a vision. Mm. She's electric. Mm. She turns her head like a bird and she she gives you her hand to, to kiss. Um, you know, he's still in werewolf form. He gives it like a big lick. This is hot. This is fucking hot shit. <laughs> Sorry, but this is hot shit. Dude, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> this is a historic day. Don't worry, I'd recognize you anywhere, Caleb Black. You know my name? I know you switch sides. It's my job to be informed. I always know what's going on. That's why Marty Big Brains, that's why I pay him the big bucks to tell me what's going on. Last I heard, ah, ow, my skull, oh, my brain's too big. So yeah, I'm tapped into what's happening. This is not the time to stay on the sidelines. Look, werewolves, vampires, Black Lagoon creatures and the Blob have allied together to oppose the threat that the mummies pose. Gil leans in. He goes, I'm the only creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm not part of a community. <laughs> the bride, she she takes all of this in. She goes, I don't know. Society has never been very welcoming to us Frankensteins. I'm sure we could help you win this war, but I don't know. Humans have always hated us and feared us. They carry pitchforks and torches wherever we go, and they hunt us down. Big Frank says, Sand! There's no way Frankenstein's like sand. The Frankensteins begin looking around. They say, Sand bad! Sand bad! Sand bad! They have so many open wounds! Plus, if it's sandy, it's really dry, so that means the chance of fire is greater. Fire worse! Fire worse! <laughs> fire worse! They're smashing drinks. One of them just picks up a Frankenstein's doctor and rips it in half. Fire worse! Fire <laughs> worse! The bride, with a single gesture, she quiets everyone down. She's Whoa. Like, All right, you've laid out the danger. But why don't we just get out of here? Why should we help yous? 
charming as you are. Uh, Caleb gets on one knee. <gasps> I do. <laughs> what? Oh, is this not? I was going to make a formal appeal. But... She looks sharply to the left. She goes, never mind then. He places a werewolf paw on her chin and turns her face back to him. <gasps> She's beautiful. I do too. <gasps> Blah. V now pronounce you. Wait. Under the eyes of the Dark Lord and the parasitic vampiric strain that infects us, by that power we pronounce you man and wife. The Frankensteins cheer. They say, ceremony good! Ceremony good! And they begin, uh, one of them smashes a light bulb and they all, they cheer. They say, light bulb bad! Light bulb bad! <laughs> they, uh, they lift you guys up on chairs and she says, all right, all right. Then it's agreed. The Frankensteins will ally with you, the vampires, two werewolves, and the creature from the Black Lagoon, as well as the blob, and we will fight the mummy's coice. Sorry, coice. Thank you, Bride. Um, this is when you realize that Big Frank, who had been sort of out of scene, has been eating Frankenstein's doctors left and right, and is now Alice in Wonderlanding through, like, the windows and the, <laughs> oh, you know... Yeah. And so she picks up the entire club and begins walking with them towards the Natural Whoa. History Museum. Wow, you easily catch up with the blob who was also moving forward. And now the entire Copa Fire Badna, <laughs> you, <laughs> you all descend on the Museum of Natural History. You look up at it and it's transformed. It's no longer shaped the way it once was. Now it's a damned pyramid. <gasps> what? Blah. It points to the sky and dark circles swirl overhead. But you realize that those aren't circles. Those aren't clouds or anything. <gasps> it's sand. Sand is swirling above you. Already it's begun. The temperature, it rises. The barometric pressure, it does something. I think it raises uh, the humidity. It lowers as it gets drier and drier and drier. You are in desert-like conditions now. The creature from the Black Lagoon, Gil, goes, Ow! Oh, no! What is this? The Louvre? The <laughs> pyramid. Uh, the doors open and an enormous sphinx flies out at you, screaming, Die! 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 It's going to firebomb you. Count Dracula takes out his elephant gun um, and he. <laughs> Wait. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Caleb places a hand on the elephant gun and says, No. We don't need it. And then he looks at the Sphinx and says, man. The Sphinx explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Big Frank hasn't heard the riddle. And she goes, wow, she's such a feminist. <laughs> Dracula goes, what is a man but a miserable pile of secrets? Ooh. Good pull, good pull. Real Dracula heads no. Yes, I say that too. That is, it, it is that. Yeah, what? Yeah, Dracula, when did you say it? When did you say it? Who did you say it to? When I got my gun engraved. No, and he shows him the not... elephant gun and on that long, long um, uh, barrel. Uh, yeah, you can see that exact phrase uh, carved in. Uh huh. Feels like one of these Draculas is much more familiar with Castlevania video games, <laughs> while yeah. the other is much more familiar with pulp comics. <laughs> 
But which one is which? I would argue the first one is also pretty familiar with pulp comics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But, but the other is also familiar with them. <laughs> the pyramid begins to rumble and rumble, and you hear a voice say, Are you quite done? <gasps> a pyramid that talks. And you realize the voice is simply coming from inside the pyramid as sand moves out of the pyramid and a large face forms, a face 10 stories tall forms in the sand and it speaks to you and says, Beware the mummy's curse. Fools, you would defy me. We're going to turn all of New York City into sand. And from there, the world. We're going to turn the entire world into sand. And that's our plan. Not if V can help it. For don't you see, a world of sand is not a space for us monsters. On Halloween, love matters. On Halloween, we are all together as monsters. On Halloween, children can see us on this day. If next come Halloween comes around and you have gotten your choice, there will be none of us left. No, mummy. They v. shoot a million scarab beetles at you. Oh, oh. oh um, um, Count Dracula holds up his hand. These are vermin, these scarab beetles. He has control over them as well. His palm flexes, his long fingers that seem to sparkle as he turns his hand over, beckoning them into his palm. Uh, Big Frank goes too. Big Frank's uh -oh. mosquito instincts uh, also kick in. Mosquitoes are vermin. Yeah, mosquitoes are vermin. Oh, I'm pretty comfortable saying it. Uh, I, I'm nursing a bite right now. They're vermin. Tim, can you make a uh, blood roll for me? Gladly. Two. Hey, that's gonna that works. You have dominion over the scarabs. What would you like them now? Be keep it reasonable. You didn't get your blood uh, culture, but you you know you can. They can. They're gonna listen to you. Um. So what uh the scarabs do is they all stack up one on top of the other on my hand so they are about uh, the, with the amount of them they are about as tall as big frank it's a lot of scarabs yeah okay what are you gonna do with them they're they're stacked you got a stack of scarabs there's still like hundreds of thousands of more swarming around you but you've got a stack of them you also notice by the way that none of them are actually attacking you or your comrades they seem constitutionally unable to because you do control vermin uh scarab i believe it is time for all of you to get wet. Go into the water, though this time, this time go into the Hudson. The scarabs fly off and they begin flying to the, the Hudson and they fly in there and they drown. Oh no, you've created an ecological disaster as the scarabs begin drowning <laughs> in the Hudson River, but they are not bothering you anymore. The pyramid, uh, it shudders and the large face in the sand, it says, okay, well, Dracula, that's it water and dracula looks up to the dark skies and turns into mist and shoots up uh it looks like it's like filmed footage of like clearly it was shot in water and then the footage was reversed to like get the mist to go up into the sky mm. and then mm -hmm. it joins with the clouds and starts swirling around water condenses thunder crackles and little droplets start to fall <gasps> No, that's right. No, Dracula is agitating the rain in mist form. The clouds, they go, ah, oh, come on. Oh, jeez, dude. Oh, you're agitating me. Rain, I, Lord of the Undead, 
gentlemen of the elements. Command you. Rain. Rain for me. We cut to trick-or-treating children all over the city. They all go, aww. <laughs> and their parents, they look up and they say, it looks like rain. I'm sorry, children, but Halloween is canceled this year. Aww. Guess we'll have to go home and do our homework. That's the only option. Even though this year, Halloween falls on a Friday. What a tragic Halloween to get rained out. Oh, my child, I pity you. <gasps> what was that? And we, the camera goes back <laughs> now to Dracula in the clouds. As yeah, his, his face is formed in the clouds. You can see, like, lightning forms, like, in the black gaps that form his eyeballs. So it's, like, like flashing. And he's like... and. I declare you will enjoy your candy on Saturday. <laughs> Make a culture roll. I got the five. That is a success. <laughs> the children of New York City, they look up to you and you've charmed them. The children believe in Dracula. They believe <laughs> in the creature from the Black Lagoon. They believe in the werewolves. They believe in it all. And they concentrate and they send all of their energy and all of their power <laughs> to help you. It does nothing. Children don't possess magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Dracula is basically the Santa Claus of Halloween. We know. You really are. But it does, it does begin raining. It begins raining gently at first. It's just a bit of a, it's that kind of rain where you're like, I'll be fine, I'll keep walking, that kind of rain. But it, it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And the, the pyramid, hear it shake again. And mummies begin walking out now towards you guys. There are lines and lines of mummies. They're all walking towards you. you say, the mummy's curse, beware the mummy's curse. But as the water hits them, they begin to unravel. Still more and more and more come out. You're not out of the woods yet. This is time for our cavalry to strike. Frankensteins, with the water here, they cannot curse you with flame. Attack! Attack the mummies! The bride breaks away from an embrace with Caleb. <laughs> later! Later! Uh, and, and she goes, Frankensteins, attack, attack! And the Frankensteins begin tearing off. Uh, they have uh, they have Tommy guns and they're just firing on the. Uh, so it's the scene from it's the scene from the end of The Godfather uh, where Michael is renouncing Satan and you're seeing uh, they're just like they're shooting mummies through the glasses. There's a mummy in the bathtub. They're just like they're trapping one mummy in the re uh, revolving doors and they just gun him down. Uh, as the Frankensteins descend on the mummies. It's working, it's working. The tides of battle have almost turned. You've almost got this, but still more and more mummies begin to, they pour out of this pyramid and the, the face in the sand, it begins to melt away. And it's just a floating skull in the sky that says, no, 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 no. Far on the horizon, Big Frank sees something that no one else has yet noticed. Godzilla is making his way. <laughs> into the fray and as the clouds above <laughs> the clouds above her start to part as the rain is coming down the full moon shines upon her and she submits to it not only is she huge but she becomes huge and even more wolfish and she runs off over the horizon to fight a, a battle that is off screen so we don't we, see, that we don't have the budget for. So we don't have uh, those were yeah. not high budget. Those are guys in like pretty cheap. Sales. We don't even have that budget. Yeah. But look, she's doing it. She's oh my gosh. Oh no. But she's oh yes, that's it. She's doing it. She's really doing it. Ow. The pyramid begins to shake and shake, and it reforms. 
into the natural history museum, but the skull in the sky <laughs> is still flying around and it uh, it's, it shrieks uh, and it says, this isn't over, this isn't over, this isn't over. I still live and as long as I live, I can come back, I can find another museum and I can turn the mummies there against. And just as he is saying this speech, flying through the air off a ramp in the middle of Central Park, there drives a lift. <gasps> Driven, we zoom in by Caleb's father, Tony. As he sails through the air, they nod at each other, and then the lift collides with the skull. There's an explosion. The skull is destroyed. The lift is destroyed. Tony falls harmlessly to the ground. <laughs> Dad! Son! Ow! I hit the ground! <laughs> oh, you look fine, though. Yeah, I am. Werewolves, we're resilient. Listen, I know you didn't always approve of me being with a vampire, but I've got some news. What's that? Well, I'd like you to meet my wife. The Bride of Frankenstein, she puts a hand out. She says, Charmed, I'm sure. He bows. He says, Your Majesty. And he says, And Caleb. I have news for you. Your mother, she wasn't skeletonized by a pack of tiny vampires when she set one foot in Transylvania. Your mother, and he steps forward, was a vampire. <laughs> what? That's right. Your mother was a vampire. And you were a werewolf. Yes, forbidden love. But we made it work and we had you, the first werewolf to be traditionally hot. <laughs> Beep. That explains it. Beep. Beep. Goes Count Dracula's digital watch. <laughs> it's a calculator watch. Beep. <laughs> Wait. It is a beautiful story, but it is 12.01. Halloween is over. This one day where we all join together and celebrate the differences of the monster people is no longer the day that it is. We must all go back to our isolated communities. The vampire, the mosquito, the Frankensteins, <laughs> and the... What are you now, Caleb? I think I'm just... me. And the bride puts a hand on his shoulder and says, he's a husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now let's get inside. It's all saints day. And the doors begin <laughs> flying open all over the city as saints begin emerging from every single building, <laughs> chanting in Latin. Good night, everybody. The saints go marching in place. <laughs> Right? When has the Grand Flicker ever steered you wrong? That was Ali Fisher as Big Frank, Christopher Hastings as Count Dracula, Joe Lepore as Caleb, Tim Platt as Count Dracula, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Blood Tales of Depravity is produced by Bucket of Milk, edited by Sam Grant, and scored by Joe Lepore, with additional sound design from Michael Gelfin. And as always, Special thanks to Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul. 
and our big freak, Christina Lopez. Y'all gonna wanna come back here in two weeks for the thrilling finale, the conclusion to the class dismissed storyline of Rude Tales of Magic. And then you're gonna wanna come back two weeks later for the thrilling uh, debut of our brand new campaign. Oh, it's gonna be uh, an incredible, you're, gonna, you're not gonna wanna miss it. You're gonna like it. I guarantee scream. <laughs> I guarantee scream. What the fuck is, am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs>